Hello everybody, welcome to the dummy room. This is Marie Nicotine from the windowsill. Enjoy the show. Cheers. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Have Not, joined as always by Mr. Nate Demo. What's up, dude? Shit. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing alright now. It was uh it was a fucking shitty day at work, dude. I was I was kinda sick today. Oh no. So Yeah, I don't know. I get my nerves get up, you know, sometimes. Yeah. And just just work stress and shit like that. So yeah, was, honestly I had the shits all day, so <laughs> great good to know good to know <laughs> yeah no just kidding um no nah, i wasn't feeling well today but um we're here we're doing it we have uh we have a guest tonight we got perry from the travoltas yeah that's gonna be cool yeah this guy is uh he's like the the magic voice totally <laughs> um so what do you think of the travoltas dude dude i love the travoltas they're a fucking legendary band to me Oh yeah, we preach sometimes how we love like uh, you know like the windowsill style. Just the formula is is laid out, and you do it every time. You know, yeah. never stray. But the Travoltas, they never seem to stick with one thing, <laughs> and they always pull it off, man. Oh yeah, you know, there's some weird ones. You know, like on some of their records, have some weird stuff going on that I've that I've never gotten into. You know, a little bit. You know, like that Club Novo record, dude. Right. It's got some great ones, but there's a couple songs I just can't get into. But great fucking band, man. Um, I've never seen them. I've never seen them coming around here ever, even back in the day. Did you ever see them? I never saw the Travoltas. Always no. wanted to, never did. Yeah, I saw the uh, the a uh, couple years ago they played Reduno. And, dude, there's tons of energy and, yeah, and playing the hits dude that's awesome what's uh my favorite record is endless summer yeah for me it's kind of a toss-up between that and teen beat probably yeah so um there's this um i don't remember where, where it came from but years and years ago oh it's that josh uh, josh rutledge yeah um he had a I don't remember if it was his, I don't know, did he have a column or a zine? I think he had a column at least, but um, he threw out there once that um, there's only one band. It was a question, but I think he was saying there was only one band that, like, so far into their career, like, after, like, five records or something, that released their greatest record. And that was uh, Love is Dead by the Mystery Experience, you know? Yeah. And um, Travolta's dude, I mean, Endless Summer is their fifth record, and uh, it stands out to me as just the the greatest thing that they did, you know. I mean, I think they have some songs on other records that um, that are really, really good, but overall, I mean, there's ten songs on that record, and nine of them are, you know, <laughs> hits to me. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought they were fucking great since yeah. I first heard them, you know. And unique, 
You know, there's not really anyone that sounds like the Travoltas, except the Beach Boys, if the Beach Boys had gain, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I dude, I, I'll listen to the Travoltas before the Beach Boys all day, you know, because of that reason, you know? I mean, the Beach Boys have all the hits, you know? Right. They got some great songs, but... Yeah, I mean, Travolta's Travolta's fucking rock, dude. <laughs> more our speed, our era, you know? Yeah. Not that I don't love the yeah. Beach Boys. I mean, I grew up hearing that shit constantly. Still dig it. But yeah, the Travoltas, yeah. they were fucking awesome. Yeah, when um when I heard he was moving, I was like, I got to hit him up, you know? We got to get this guy before he moves, because it's never going to happen if he moves, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, he was instantly into the idea, and it kind of blew my mind. So I've been kind of in Travolta mode for the past week or two, you know, listening to everything, you know? So um, you ever seen the video for uh, um, You Got What I Need from Teen Beat? I have, but not in probably, fuck, dude, years. Dude, let's roll out uh, DRTV and watch it. Okay. DRTV, 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 DRTV. It's totally excellent. Oh, yeah, like hella cool, way tubular. Oh, man, super rad, dude. DRTV, DRTV, tune in with me, DRTV. All right, so DRTV. If you never, if you're a new listener, basically it's just me and Nate. We watch videos together and just bullshit about them, kind of like Beavis and Butthead used to, <laughs> or something like that, or you know, Mystery Science Theater, or what have you. But yeah, so we're gonna watch the Travoltas. You got what I need. We got it all paused up on YouTube. Um, so if you want to play along with us, we're gonna count you in, and it's gonna go a little something like three, two. One go. Okay, like her. That shirt is too bright, man. <laughs> <laughs> man I haven't seen this in a long time. I don't remember yeah, that sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I always love this song, though. Yeah. There's nothing. Come to Butthead. Right. I just, <laughs> to me, like, why wasn't this song some huge hit? This could have I been know. on, like, alternative radio in the day, right? Yeah. It should have. Yeah. The guy's hilarious. This chick Great hot, song, dude. man. Oh, yeah. Perry kind of channeling a little Bono there. A little, yeah, bit. a little bit. <laughs> I never thought of that. The it's glasses, the glasses yeah. Yeah. Who is that female, though? Is she in movies and such? I don't know. She could be. Yeah, what's up with this one? J. JD. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's up with the sweaters, man? I don't get it. Mm, what year is this? Like 2000? I don't know. What year was the record? Yeah, this record came out in 2000. Yeah, Yeah, man, this is right in there with all that stuff. You know, this could have been a hit. Should have been. Maybe it was over there. I don't know. Oh, what's... What's going on here? 
<laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> uh, the cowboy hat and the pink bra. I'm digging it. Nope. <laughs> wow. She's very distracting. Cool blue telecaster. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen this probably since 15 years or some shit oh. ago. Somebody get Perry a book. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Such great haze, too. Yeah. This, I mean, this is a hit song, though, dude. To me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it seems like it... Maybe it was over there, you know? You would think so. I mean, it seems like it's a pretty high... Like, it had a pretty big budget for this vid, right? Yeah. It seems like pretty well shot. Don't drink it, Perry. Hughes <laughs> and Katner. I haven't seen one of those in a while. I like how they got kind of, it looks like, like, uh, those bulbs are just, like, vertical. It's kind of cool. Big Rickenbacker bass. <laughs> uh, strange pink fridge. This is like, uh... I mean, this could have fit right into like, that. Wasn't this, this like, the same? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. This is like Tinder before Tinder, right? <laughs> uh yeah i think though that i mean this is right around the time when like all the like uh wasn't like blink and all those bands really mm -hmm. popular at this time yeah i think blink was yeah i think they were already hit but all those like you know newfound glory and shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and travolta was better than all of those bands oh fuck yeah for sure but even like um you know like the rentals and stuff I mean the Travoltas had that sound or you know like yeah. that synth sound yeah um, like uh, Fountains of Wayne yeah they have that kind of sound um, right. do you remember Elastica I do maybe they were a little bit sooner but the, you know there's some songs that I can definitely you can hear the similarities there right but um yeah I mean the Travoltas were so good at you know, they're like my favorite '80s band, my favorite '90s band, but you know, <laughs> yeah, they were neither. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a it's a big mystery why this wasn't a lot bigger. I mean, what label did uh, Teen Beat come out on? Teen Beat was on. Uh, was it on Cold Front? No, that was no, no, it was CNR. I think that was like a. Um, um, a Dutch label, but I think it's like a Dutch, like a bigger Dutch label. Oh, okay. Yeah, so maybe that's that might have a lot to do with. I don't know. the The next record was on Roadrunner, so. Hmm. Yeah. So. Someone, someone asks in the comments that blonde girl is hot as fuck. Does anyone know her name? And someone wrote, "Uh, Horzilla." <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, and this isn't even, I mean, I mean, it's a great song, but they've got songs that are even 
I mean, I like songs a lot more than this, but yeah, I mean, songs that are way more even radio friendly, you know, yeah, than this one. This one's pretty damn radio friendly, though, man. Oh yeah, I mean, it definitely two thousand that fit right in with all of that stuff. Sure did. Just just better than all of it you know totally better than all of it i don't think i liked anything that was on the radio at that time you know i mean even uh, looking back now it was 20 years ago and i still don't like anything that was on the radio but looking back to like you know the 80s when i hated that shit you know yeah but now some of that stuff it's pretty good dude <laughs> you know right i mean when i was into metal and stuff as a kid i didn't listen to fucking prince or fucking cars you know yeah i did i thought that See, I didn't like that stuff. I mean, when I was a little kid, I liked Prince, but right, you know, I just I didn't appreciate it when I was not, you know. Never got off the Prince train, man. I still love him. <laughs> like ever since I was like, he did. Nineteen ninety nine, you know, like ever since little red Corvette, I've been a Prince fanatic. Yeah. And then when Purple Rain hit, it was all over for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that's part of it. Yeah, that's love a classic, it. dude. Oh fuck yeah. So, um, Travolta's dude, I don't know what else to say. No, man, one of the greatest bands that I wish would do something else, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man, give us some more music. I've heard some stuff that they're going to have some new music at some point, so cool. I'm excited. Yeah, weren't they supposed to do like an EP a couple years ago or some shit? I don't know. I think yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, I would love to hear some new stuff from the Travoltas. Because you yeah, know they definitely. can still rip it up. Yeah, I feel like they're a band that... I, I mean, we've kind of overlooked them, you know? I mean, we haven't talked a lot about them. I think we should have had a, you know, an album review on them already, I think, you know? But that's just the the, the mood I'm in today, you know? <laughs> I feel that way. But there's, there's always a band that we haven't talked about enough, you know? Yeah. Next week it'll be, you know, a different band that we should have been talking about. There's... Right. Well, we got time. We'll get to everybody in due time. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. We're only 60 something episodes in. Yeah. And we've definitely played some Travoltas here and there on the show. Yeah, we have. But we but never one of the- have given them their full due as like a full episode. But nah. tonight we got Perry, so that'll be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, dude. Um, They're one of the greats, and uh, he's probably got, you know, what that, he's got the coolest fucking voice in punk rock, you know? Definitely one of them, for sure. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, actual singer goes, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, nobody really touches this guy, you know? Like, Ben's got a cool voice, but Perry's got this voice <laughs> that he he can do some weird shit with it, so. Yeah, I would say that he and Ben Weasler are on totally different <laughs> levels. But you know what I mean, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever hear the, um, they did the uh, Apers tribute? Oh, what the hell song did they do? Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I I remember it, but I don't remember <sighs> it. You know what I mean? It's been a long time. Yeah, but they, they fucking did it such a great... Um, They did a great job. Which one did they but do? But obviously he doesn't sound like Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, But that's just a good song, just being done by somebody else, man. It can be done. Which one did they do? I can't remember. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, me too. They were on two of them. All You Need to Know. Okay. They did All You Need to Know, and then that was for the uh, Punk Rock Don't Stop, and then they did same song on two different comps. Okay, yeah. All You Need to Know, man. 
let's uh let's get back to Travolta's and uh Perry. Should we do it right now? Yeah, let's get into it. D U M M Y R O O M Coming up next, we got a guest. We got a guest coming up next. Coming up next, we got a guest. We got a guest coming up next. All right, we're here with the voice of the Travoltas. Welcome to our little podcast, Perry. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to uh, be on the podcast. Cool. So what's new, man? Well, um, moving back to Europe. You know, I've yep. been here for uh, about 12 and a half years now again. Uh, uh, moving next week. Uh, to Sweden this time, never lived there, so it's going to be a, a nice adventure. And uh, uh, moving to the Stockholm area, very excited about it. Um, very excited to uh, focus a little bit more on mixing and mastering, and and um, you know, just be occupied with uh, with music most of the day. That's awesome. Cool. You know, uh, you're a guy that I, I thought we would. Uh... You know, we'd get to talk to you someday. I'd muster up the courage and, and contact you. But uh, a few weeks ago, I saw that you announced that you are moving to Sweden. So I um, I reached out, and uh, Jody and I are both, we both appreciate you making some time. Because I know of course, you're, yeah. you're obviously moving, but moving to uh, Sweden has to be uh, a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of paperwork involved. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's well worth it, I think. So, uh, we're, yeah, we're excited. So how do you get all your stuff to Sweden? Are you, like, shipping it there? or? Yeah, so, yeah. So, like, a week and a half ago, we had, like, movers picking up all the stuff. They're, they're, you know, they put it in a, in a container with the car and everything. So we've been camping out in our apartment. You know, with two uh, two airbags and two duffel bags, basically. So <laughs> wow. it's like camping in, in your own space. So completely empty here, kind of weird. But uh, yeah, they they picked up everything, and uh, uh, hopefully, when we arrive next uh, next week, it, uh, it will be there, or at least a couple of days later. <laughs> right. And uh, then we can start <laughs> unpacking all that shit. So yeah. So what made you decide to go to Sweden? So yeah, my wife had a. Uh, uh, I got a job at the University of Stockholm there, and, okay. uh, you know, we, we thought about it for a long time because we, we really enjoy living here in the, in, in the Boston area. We live in Somerville. Uh, it's great here. We've got a lot of friends here, you know. Uh, so we thought about it for months, but, you know, we, we really thought, okay, this is a great opportunity, and, and it's also an opportunity for me to focus more on music and, and mixing and everything and, and build out my studio. So, um, yeah, then we decided to, to, um, to go for it. That's cool. That's awesome. So I, um, I heard that and I kind of thought, um, I thought, yeah, you know, it's cool that you live here and all, but you're a little bit closer to, uh, the Netherlands now. Does this mean that we're going to see some more or hear some more out of the, uh, Travoltas? <laughs> <laughs> so we're working on an EP, but we've been working on the EP for, I don't know, like, a year and a half now so hopefully me being a bit closer to the guys <laughs> things will move a little faster and uh, hopefully we can make some time to do some shows uh, you know we always wanted to it's not like we don't want to it was just very hard to coordinate with me here and dan was living in the philippines for for about a year so it was very hard to bring everyone together uh but uh, you know dan's back 
I'm moving to Sweden, so Sweden's only an hour flight from Amsterdam. So I, I think, you know, there, there's probably a few shows on the horizon. Cool, awesome. Too bad we're here and they're going to be over there, <laughs> <Yeah>. but still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll send you some pictures. There you go. So let's take it all the way back to the beginning. Like, what, what made you want to be in a band in the first place? So, I, I was a drummer from a very young age. Uh, before I had a drum kit, I would, you know, play pots and pans. It drove my parents nuts until they bought me a drum kit. And I always wanted to make music and be in a band. And then when I was about 14, I think 14, 15 years old, um, I met Vincent. He was, he, you know, we were in the same high school. We were in the same, same classroom, uh, in art class. And first the first class of the year he leaned over and he asked me hey i i and he tells me hey i heard you 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 play drums pretty pretty okay uh and i said well you know i play a few songs and he said you know if you want to be rich and famous you should play in my band (laughs) and you know gullible me i i gave it a try and you know, the, the wealth and the fame never came, but we, we for sure had a lot of fun, you know, and, and right. we've been in bands uh, together for a very long time. And then we started Travolta's a little later when we were in college. And uh, that's, that's how, how it kind of started. I always been in bands with Vince um, until he left uh, the Travolta's. But uh, yeah, we've, we've always been playing together for a very long time. Cool. So when did you make the move to vocals? So I was... You know, I've always been a huge Bat Religion fan. Um, I've also been a, a fan of the Beach Boys for a very long time. Yeah. You know, I just really like melody, and I was never a singer or a trained singer, but I I, I like to sing along, and I I really thought, okay, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be in a band at one point, you know, and and I don't want to be the drummer forever. I, I like to sing. So we'll, we gave that a try, and, and it was me on drums and vocals for the first, uh, for the first couple of years. Wow. Uh, until, I, until I moved uh, away from the drum kit and, and, uh, and just did lead vocals. But, yeah, it kind of grew naturally. Um, you know, I was singing along with the Beach Boys, singing along with that religion. And then, you know, at one point you find your voice if you, you know, yeah. if you sing long enough and... I just wanted to give it a try. You know? It was never really something, you know, it was never really a huge dream or something to be like a singer one day. It just kind of happened over time. Wow. That's awesome. You, you've, got a, you've got a great voice, you know? Thank you. Um, and I, I, you know, everybody, you guys have had, um, I don't quite the uh your catalog is kind of all over the place you know like the first record yeah. is definitely a, a punk rock record and then you know it kind of got a little poppy and club novo got a little bit mm, weird i say that respectfully <laughs> but kind of weird yeah with the beats and stuff and yeah and then uh the the classic endless summer but um the consistency is is your voice so once you start singing it's like oh yeah now now it makes sense it's the fucking travoltas and yeah so the songs are great, and um, of course, your voice is is uh, one of a kind. I mean, other than you know being very Beach Boy ish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so you, when you started singing, I, you, you said it wasn't kind of, you weren't setting out to be a singer, but were you trying to emulate the, the Beach Boy stuff, or, or that is that point, just the yeah. stuff you grew up on and just always sang along to, so? So, the thing is, you know, when I was a, when I was a kid, my, my parents never really bought me music, you know, they didn't buy me, like, you know, kids' records or anything, you know, they bought music. For the family you know they didn't they didn't buy kids record or like you know we had maybe like one christmas record or something but the rest was all like elvis fats domino johnny cash so it was all all like rock and roll uh you know beach boys all stuff from the 50s and 60s so that's that's what i grew up with and that always stuck and you know later when i you know, got in, in my teens i you know, I was more metalhead and, you know, punk and hardcore and everything. Uh, but the melody always stuck. So it's, it's you know, and, and then I really got into the Beach Boys really deep. And I really wanted to write songs like that, but that were, that still had loud guitars, you know, mm-hmm. that still, you know, had that punk rock vibe. But. You know, the main influence at one point was always the Beach Boys. I wanted to, you know, sing like that and have that vibe and, you know, that beach vibe, California, just that whole, you know, kind of visualize that whole lifestyle with, with, uh, with the songs that, that I wrote. Yeah. So when you guys are called the, uh, the Beach Boys of punk rock, you kind of uh, embrace that then, I assume. Sure. You know, it's, it's uh, it, again, it kind of grew naturally, but... Um, yeah, it is our main influence, and uh, I won't deny it. You know, of course, <laughs> t- to me, the Beach Boys, and especially Brian Wilson, you know, they're gods. You know, to me, that's that's like what music should sound like, especially later on when you get the Pet Sounds and the Smile Records. You know, that's for me, that's the best music that is, has ever been put out by anyone. So uh, that is just our main influence. Uh, uh, especially since uh, maybe like the second record. So I've always been curious. So how did you end up having Marky Ramone produce Modern World? <laughs> so when we <laughs> when we um, when we released Bio California, we went on tour with him. We we opened up for his. Um, oh, when he was doing the Intruders. Yeah, it was the Intruders, and I think it was their second European tour. So we opened up. Uh, for them throughout the whole tour we had a great time and we played him some demos that we were working on and and he liked it and then he offered like hey guys you know you know if you want i can help and we and then we said well we would love if you would produce it so we went there um we spent about a month uh, at, at his place um had worked in a studio in brooklyn and um you know, that's how, how he produced the album. He was pretty strict, you know. We learned a lot from him and how to behave in a studio and that it was just hard work and uh, it was very disciplined. It was an awesome experience, absolutely. That's cool. That's awesome. I just remember, that's when you guys first came onto my radar. I was just flipping through records at the record store and I saw that Modern World and it had a sticker that said, Produce my Marky Ramon. I'm like, sold. <laughs> And then I got it home and was like, holy shit, this is a fucking great band. Join up another day, working glasses on its way, but I don't care if they want me to go to She's building up her self-esteem, the age of five 
you ever since so so i mean was marky pretty meticulous when you were recording drum tracks was he like yeah. oh, you got to do it like this <laughs> yeah he would he would he would say you know can you you think you can do it better and then he would give you a look that you would have to say yes <laughs> you know so and then you had to do it again yeah right. so it was just doing takes over and over and over again until he was happy with it. Right. Hmm. So were there any, like, uh, Ramones pop-ins while you're recording? Johnny shows up We did actually. Well, we, we borrowed CJ's uh, uh, bass amp. Oh, wow. Uh, so we had to pick that up, and then we had to go to CJ first. Uh, I, I, he probably won't remember this, of course, but uh, we, we do. But, uh, yeah. So we, <laughs> and, then, and then later on, we met... Um, uh, around the time that we were about to finish the recordings, we went to um, to see Joey and Dee Dee and Marky play. Um, they call themselves the Remains, yeah. mm-hmm. and Ronnie Spector was there. So it was really cool that Marky in- introduced us to to all those people. That was it was really uh, that was really generous of him. Wow. It was that was a lot of fun. Ronnie Spector was there too, huh? Yeah, yeah, cool. that was that was really cool. Yeah, that's super cool. That's awesome. So I don't, I don't want to steer away from the Ramones, but I gotta ask you this. This is the one thing, the main thing that's got to come out of tonight, and I don't want to forget. Um, do you know if Liv Tyler ever heard that song?
probably forgot, but you were smiling at me. I was wondering, what are you doing Friday night? We can make out under the stars and see them shine. Cause I'm sure you are the one. Please listen to this song. Hey, Liv Tyler, do you wanna go out with me? Cause I can't stop thinking about you, can't you see? Yes, but I, I, I can't verify it. But I I heard it from a friend of a friend, so this probably this could be a bullshit story. I don't know, <laughs> but that was a, a personal assistant. She played it for her, and she liked it. I don't know if it's true, <laughs> you know. But uh, I I hope she did, and you know I hope she likes it. And if not, yeah, then what can I do? Yeah, what's not to yeah. like? I'm sure if she heard it, she dug it. It's a great right. line. Yeah, that's great. Well, at least she didn't. She didn't call you up and leave you a message, you know, leave me alone, creep, but writing songs she about me. She did not, no. <laughs> she did not. So I guess we're still on our good side for now. Great song, man. Yeah, I love that Thank one. Thank you. I always wondered where the Point Break name came from, your, your studio. Is that from the movie? Sort of. So, <laughs> we've, <laughs> uh, you know, obviously there's a link to, to the whole surf scene there. Um, right. And... Um, we kind of use it as a as a as a name in the past when when we would when I would do things at home when I would mix at home and I would I would just give it a name, 
you know, so I would give it point break sound. Um, I would name it point break sound. Um, and I kind of stuck until I figured like, hey, I should do this for real uh, because I enjoy it. And uh, I think it's a good name, a good enough name. And I've already used it. So so I stuck to it. Right on. That's cool. I figured it was, uh, it, I thought maybe it might come from the movie just because, you know, you guys have some movie references throughout your, you know, catalog sure. and stuff, you know, so yeah. like um, High School Reunion, that album, it's a concept album of sorts. Sort of, yeah. It's just so, like, it's you guys are like my favorite 80s band. <laughs> you know? I, I, I find that a huge compliment because... You know, I, I always liked the cars when, you know, younger and stuff. I, I loved the cars, but then when I got into like punk rock and stuff, it's like... Uh, the cars were kind of boring, so you guys kind of brought that cars, but you added all the energy and and uh, yeah. So I always thought it was the cars, but really good cars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we really, I, I think the cars are great, you know, uh, uh, and we really wanted to create an album that could be like the soundtrack of a of a high school movie in I don't know 1985 or something. And instead of you know going going all out. Like we did on Club Nouveau, we we just stuck to the concept. You know, there's there's a few people out there who don't appreciate the heavy synths um, on um, High School Reunion, but I think it's you know it was a, it was our attempt to make something that has that flavor of the '80s mm-hmm. and maybe even the nostalgia, but still has the energy, like you said, of uh, like you know '90s and 2000 punk rock.
Nobody can stop me from loving you madly Even if we live in different worlds You can try and make me promise You can try to love me again Let's just forget all of the troubles Come on baby and start over again Cause you can't stop me from loving you No you can't stop me from loving you I love that record, man. Yeah, I always thought uh, Class of 88 was really cool because it's basically yeah. like two phone messages and then like a chorus. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, this yeah. is the weirdest song, but it's so catchy. And yeah, but there's still some rockers on there, you know, like it had to be used great. Yep, there's a couple, couple of so, heavy, uh, yeah. heavy ones on it. So. so what is your deal with Valley Girl with all the Randy songs? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Where that came from or why it stuck, I think, you know, at one point we figured, like, maybe we should just write another Randy sto- uh, song so the story kind of continues. Right, yeah. Uh, but then we killed him off and I believe, what was it, Endless Summer? <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, Randy. Girl, he 
what two years ago last year even no a couple years ago you released uh until we hit the shore yeah and you kind of went back to that endless summer kind of era travoltas which is perfect love that record by the way thank you um tokyo is maybe your greatest song Open 
what was up with the everybody just busy and couldn't find time to to record and stuff or so we we officially split in 2006 we really called it a day um that's when i was i i moved to the states and before that we we called it a day and we didn't really think that we would you know do something again you know that was it after the high school union we kind of figured that we've done what we wanted to do um we've written the songs that we wanted to write you know it's time to move on people had other things in their lives going on i wanted to try something different you know stay outside music for a while and um yeah everybody went their own way and then um then at one point you know because we always stay in touch you know we're very good friends so we're always on whatsapp and and, and facebook and whatnot so we're always in touch and at one point we thought hey why don't we just do a couple of reunion shows and we'll put out an ep uh uh so we did and that was i believe 2014 when we released uh, the longest wait
and it really felt good. You know, it was it was fun, and you know, we had a lot of people showing up at the shows, and everybody was having a good time. And we thought, okay, you know, why don't we keep the door open a little bit and just do when we feel like we should be doing. Like this has to be fun. We don't have to achieve anything anymore. You know, we've 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 been happy with what we've done in the past, but this is this will be a good good way for us to get together, create some music, do some shows, um, you know, make everyone happy. So, uh, so we did, we did that. We did a couple more shows and then we start working on the album and that became, um, until we hit the shore. Yeah. It's, I really like it. And, uh, um, I expect a little bit more out of you guys here in the next year or so. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that's, that's going, definitely going to be a four track EP. Uh, who knows what, what what comes after that? I don't know, but we still have quite a few songs that we we never finish. But there's there's material enough to do another record for sure. Cool. Hey, this is Mikey Erg, and you're listening to the Dummy Room. So back to the. Uh... Uh, the Beach Boys stuff. You you guys did like um, I think it was like ten shows, tribute shows, where you were actually like a Beach Boy tribute band. This was in the yeah, early two thousands. Yeah, this that. was in two thousand and one. This was like right before we did the uh, Club Nouveau tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did ten shows as the Beach Boys. We had uh, we had another guest that played guitar and did some more backing vocals, and we played. You know, songs from the very beginning till, you know, Pet Sounds, Smile, uh, Friends, um, a lot of those later albums. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It, it was hard because, you know, it's not punk rock, so you really have to learn music. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we had to practice for, like, months. So we practiced for about three months. I was living in L.A. at the time, so I would have to practice by myself. Um you know, singing and everything, figuring out harmonies while the band would practice as a band. Uh, and then I think I, I went to Holland about a month uh, before our first shows, and we just, you know, practiced four or five times a, uh, a week until we, we had it because it was, uh, was kind of terrifying, the first rehearsal when it didn't really sound that great. <laughs> like, fuck, we really got to get that shit together. Right. But it turned out all right, and we had a lot of fun doing it. I actually, um, my friend Heather sent me a video of you guys doing one of the Mar- the, the Marlboro flashbacks show. Sure, that was yeah, it was and, uh, yeah, that was the whole tour. Yeah, that is a um, the the venue that it's at looks. You got quite the crowd there. It seemed like you guys would it would have been kind of a. A lucrative career move just to become a like the uh, the world's premier Beach Boys tribute act or something. Yeah, <laughs> it crossed our minds a couple of times, but um, yeah, you know, we still like to rock. So I guess we yeah. chose rock instead of money. It's not a smart move, but hey, we're still <laughs> we're still having well, fun. So. You guys sounded amazing. Like it was kind of like scary good how perfect it actually sounded i'm sure you know it probably sounded better than the actual beach boys do now you know 
<laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. I've seen him a couple of times now, but uh, 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 we, uh, like I said, you know, we, we practiced and, and practiced for so long until, because we, we, we didn't want to go out and, you know, first of all, you don't want to go out and do a thing like that and, and fail. Uh, if, if you're going to do a tribute, it, has, it really has to be a tribute, right? So you have to honor the band you're, you're doing a tribute for. So it has to be good. And we're all pretty anal when it comes down to, you know, playing live. And it, it always has to be good. Um, so we just uh, uh, locked ourselves in, 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 uh, in a rehearsal room and didn't get, didn't get out until it was you know, good enough to, to show to people. So that the audience that was going to that, I assume, was kind of more of an um, an elder Beach Boys audience. Did yeah, guys... it was a good mix. Yeah, it was a good mix with Travolta's fans and um, people who are really fans of the Beach Boys. And um, yeah, it was a it was a nice mix. It was a you know younger people and all the way up to people in their like sixties and seventies. It was uh, it was pretty uh, pretty cool to see. I think I would have been pissed <laughs> going to see the Travoltas and I've been like, you know, play play all right or something. The sun is out there and I'm feeling all right. But it is not fair that I do leave tonight. I wish I could stay a little longer. This is the word of being in the home. Now I know where I belong, you know. Be alright, cause in the 
I'd be like, yeah. you know, I don't want to hear the Beach Boys. I want to see the Beach Boys, but no, it sounded great. What I saw, it sounded really good. You guys even like, you know, looked the part almost. You know, yeah, we had matching matching pants and matching <laughs> shirts. <laughs> That's cool. We, we did the whole package. So, uh, speaking of Beach Boys, Jody. Oh yeah. Okay, Perry. So we do this thing on the show sometimes. It's called a Sweet Sixteen, right? Okay. And we figured since you're such a Beach Boys head that we would do a Beach Boys one with you. And basically, okay. all it is is we'll present you with a couple choices. You got to vote on your favorite song, and the winners advance, and we'll figure out what is the best Beach Boys hit of all time. Okay. <laughs> Does that sound cool to you? <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. All right. So for this one, I just kind of used mostly the well-known hits, you know? That way everyone at home can kind of know all these songs. Because obviously the Beach Boys have a whole lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I stuck to <laughs> mostly the hits. Round one. So the first matchup then will be uh, Surfing USA versus 409. I'd say... Surfing USA. Okay. Nate? Surfing USA. Yeah. Okay. So Surfing USA will take that round. Next up, we have Good Vibrations versus Wendy. <laughs> oh, you fucker. Good Vibrations. Okay. Um, Nate? I love Good Vibrations, but I got to go Wendy just because of last week, Jody. I got to go Wendy. <laughs> I would go Wendy as well. So Wendy will take that one. <laughs> Sorry, Perry. Yeah. That's, that's fine. That Descendants version just is still stuck in my head from last week. <laughs> All right, so how about do you want to dance or fun, fun, fun? Uh, fun, fun, fun. Because do you, do you want to dance is, is a cover. Right. I, I'd, I'd go with fun, fun, fun. Okay. And I love, fun, fun. I love Mike Love's voice on that one. Yeah, it's great. That's what I would have said, too. Nate, you saying fun, fun, fun? Yeah, for okay. sure. So fun, fun, fun will advance. All right. Well, how about Don't Worry Baby or Dance, Dance, Dance? Don't Worry, don't baby. worry baby. Oh, yeah. All day long. <laughs> so good. So yeah. good. All right. How about I Get Around or Help Me Rhonda? Ooh, that's a tough one. I Get Around for me. Perry? Yeah, for me too. I okay. think it has a little bit more energy. Yeah, that song rips. Oh. All right, so I get around. We'll take that one. How about Surfer Girl versus Little Deuce Coop? Surfer, Surfer Girl. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> easily. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. That song is beautiful. Ooh, here's two two of the bigger hits. California Girls versus Barbara Ann. Oh, shit. That's hard. For me, I'd go Barbara Ann. I'd go with California Girls. Oh, shit. We got a tie. What you got, Nate? Uh, I gotta go California Girls. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 
Man, this That's version a great song, of man. You heard that live in London '69 Beach Boys record? That Barbara Ann totally smokes on there. <laughs> but I'll let you guys have that one. <laughs> All right. So, wouldn't it be nice? Or God only knows. God only knows. Nate. Uh, God only knows that. Yeah. I'd be stupid not to say that. So, that song is great. And it was the theme song for one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Big Love. Did you guys ever hear the Joe Queer doing God Only Knows? It's pretty sweet. Mm. I don't know. They did. I think think it's on the uh, Later Days compilation CD they put out. I don't remember that. Back like 20 years ago. It's on there. I think B-Face told me that uh, they just used like a karaoke track and Joe just sang it. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean it sounds dead on it's pretty sweet
All right, so now we're moving into round two. This time we have Surfing USA versus Wendy. Still Surfing USA for me. Wendy. I'll have to go Surfing USA on some Teen Wolf type shit. Yeah, Teen Wolf. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> One of the highlights of American cinema. Totally. <laughs> I just watched that like a month ago. I watch it periodically. Just to, it's just one of my yeah, old, it's old so, school it's faves. It's just so good. Yeah, it's great, and so ridiculous too. But that's what makes it so great. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. So how about fun, fun, fun versus don't worry, baby? Don't worry, baby. Okay. Don't worry, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. Okay. Uh, I get around or surfer girl. Surfer girl for me. Surfer girl. Okay. <laughs> Making it really easy for you, Jody. Yeah, you are. <laughs> How about California girls or God only knows? God only knows for me. Okay. Nate? Mm, I'll go uh I'll go California girls just to mix it up. I'm sticking to God only knows. I knew you would, so it's like a fucking brilliant song though, man. <laughs> it is. One of the best. Round three. Round three, we got Surfing USA or Don't Worry Baby. Don't worry, baby. Surfing USA. Hmm. I had to go Don't Worry Baby on that one. I've always just had a thing for that damn song. Yeah, that's great. That's a great song. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Surfer Girl or God Only Knows? God Only Knows. Nate? I'm going to go Surfer Girl. I think I will, too. Oh, <laughs> guys, it's only the best song ever written, but just discard it like it, it's nothing. It is a really good song. You know what song I really like that wasn't, I don't think it was ever a big hit, is that um, Girls on the Beach song. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's my favorite one, but it wasn't a big. It wasn't. I think it was a single, maybe, but um, not a huge hit, no. But it's a good song. With last week when we were talking about doing this, Perry, um, I was like, you know, I'm, I like, I like the early Beach Boy stuff, but the stuff in the '70s, you know, like after pretty much everything after like Pet Sounds, you know, I never really cared for. Mm-hmm. I never really got into it that much, at least, and um, so I was a little nervous that I wouldn't know them, but then. I was listening a little bit. It's like most of their catalog was was a single or a hit, you know. <laughs> yeah. totally. It's kind of like the Beatles. It's like there's one or two songs on each album that you don't know. The casual fan doesn't know. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's yeah. just an amazing, amazing, you know, string of hits. It's crazy. It really is. Final round. All right, so now we're down to the final round, the final matchup, and it's two basic slow jams. We got Don't Worry Baby or Surfer Girl. What do you guys think? I think Don't Worry Baby is a better song, better production, but I got to go with Surfer Girl. Okay. Nate? (sighs) Sorry, Perry. I got to go Don't Worry Baby. (laughs) Hmm. Damn. I think I'd go Surfer Girl on that one. Which means Surfer Girl takes it for the win. Wow. Woohoo! Woo! Yeah. 
kind of surprising. It is kind of surprising. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But hey. Hey, what are you gonna do? So when you would when you guys toured as the Beach Boy thing, Perry, um, it was pretty much just the hits, right? Um. Yeah. But it was also you know stuff like um, uh, Heroes and Villains. So it was not only only the hits of of you know the shutdown and and the and the surfer surfer uh, surfing USA records. It was also like the later stuff. So did you do that damn Kokomo? We did not because <laughs> I, I hear you on that. Yeah, that song was terrible. Yeah, I never really liked was. it. So. It was like that we'll run away. Sloop John B, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's a great song. How come that wasn't on yeah. the list, Jody? Because <laughs> uh, I stuck Wendy in there just for you. Uh, <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah, that's a great one. So what did you do? Did you guys do Good Vibrations, Perry? Yeah, we did. Yeah. What did you do to get all those sounds? Didn't they have like a... What's that instrument? I can't even think of what it's called now. The theremin. The yeah. Oh. Yes, so we didn't have a real theremin, but we did have a couple of synths that could emulate that pretty well. That's cool. Um, so Skokie, our, our, our keyboard player, he uh, he did all of that. He did a piano, organ, theremin. He was uh, pretty busy throughout the set. Mm. Wow. So what was your favorite one to do live, Beach Boys style? Um... I mean, we, you know, Surfing USA, when you played at the end, everybody is, like, ready to, to you know, to, to burn down the barn. So that yeah. was always awesome, <laughs> you know. Uh, but we also did um, um, Until I Die, oh, which yeah. is not, not a hit, but that was really nice because we only did it with, like, um, keys and vocals. So the rest of the band would just walk away, you know, have a little drink, and then it would just me and Skokie, we would play that song. Uh, or Still I Dream of It, we did, we did that as well. Wow. Um, so these are like songs that are like, they're like sort of deep cuts for, for the Beach Boys fan, and we, we wanted to do those. But those were really special because then it's, you know, it's, you, you don't have the whole band behind you anymore, so it's just... You know, you and 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 the keyboards, and and you have to you have to sing it. Uh, that was special because I'm not used to that. You know, I'm I'm used to like loud guitars and loud drums behind <laughs> me. Right. Know, try to stay on top of that, but that was uh, that was really cool to do. It was very different. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. So, any plans to do the Beach Boys thing ever again? We thought about it, you know, but the thing is. First of all, it's it's been thirteen years, so we would have to practice like crazy again. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know if if we could find the time to do that because it was an all or nothing situation. You know, you, you have no choice. But uh, I would love to do it, and I think all the guys would love to do it. It's just like finding the right time, and 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 um, yeah, just. Uh, we would have to plan that like really far in advance, but I would love to do it. That'd be kind of cool. You, you guys, are you still a, are you a six piece or five piece now, or we I are with six now? Yeah, six, we got yeah. two two guitar two rhythm or two guitar players. They actually both play rhythm and lead and um, keyboards, bass, drums, yeah. and me. 
I saw um, I saw some live videos from Punk Rock Reduno. I don't think it was last year, the year before last. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think you guys were a six piece, and I was like. I was amazed that, you know, you guys are obviously just rocking up there, but the energy, I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, all due respect, you know, you guys aren't super young pups anymore, you know, so <laughs> so you guys were, like, constantly bouncing up and down. I was like, yeah. holy shit. So, um, you guys see yourself playing some of those bigger festivals, just doing that for fun? Like, kind of, you know, on and off for the forever? <laughs> you know, obviously not when you're 80, but, I mean, you guys could probably play those kind of festivals anytime you want i would assume over there yeah um so we did we did a couple of shows last year uh only like four but we, we did it back to back so that was fun it was in germany and holland and i would love to play like festivals like the reduno the reduno is just so awesome you know you have like a whole field of, of like-minded people mm -hmm. you know and everybody knows each other because you know that that scene isn't that large if you know it's we all know each other yeah. so uh uh that's great too so it's like you're one big happy family having a good time for three four days but yeah I w we like to do festivals especially if it's you know the audience that um gels well with the with the kind of thing that we do so that is that is always something that we we have we have in mind to do so maybe next year uh, maybe in the fall i don't know we'll, it really has to be the right opportunity at the right time you know timing is everything now because everyone has such you know have a, such a busy life and mm -hmm. other commitments so um but whenever we can we'll we'll be back i love it i love to play i love to be with the guys it's just fun you know we're always having a good time that's awesome travolta style exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right perry well I, we won't keep you any longer um i just gotta say hopefully there's uh much more travolta's music in our future and uh we're huge fans we're gonna probably do you know we do these classic album kind of review things we do i i know the album that we're gonna do it's gonna happen sooner or later here um okay. yeah we're just we're big fans can't wait you know we'd love to see you guys if you guys ever want to come over to uh the states and tour or play like one show in wisconsin or st louis or something me and jody will both be there so <laughs> yeah okay that's cool <laughs> so we got two people down already yep two tickets already sold <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so yeah but thanks for uh thanks for coming and hanging out for a little bit with us and uh thanks for having me good luck with shit. safe travels with all your moving and stuff and uh hopefully your moving doesn't turn out to be that move have you ever seen that movie moving with richard pryor I probably have back know, in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, he moves and the moving crew just like loses all of their shit and then they're breaking it all and they're stealing it. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's classic, but <laughs> hopefully none of that shit happens to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks Barry. Yeah, Perry, thanks so Thank much, you. man. Thank you guys. Thanks Perry. Have a good night. Yep, have a great you one. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.
That was pretty cool, huh? Yeah, super cool. Nice guy. Yeah, great, yeah, yeah, totally. Great singer. Um, I'm glad he didn't uh, like fuck with his voice and shit on me. <laughs> yeah, he didn't end up like cursing you out at all. Yeah, I was yeah. A little I should bit ask him too. We, we could have got some Dutch swearing from him. That would have been kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it would. Um, yeah, man. But you know, I was serious. Like, you know, there's a list of people that I'd love to get. You know, yeah. just like have on the show, and and he was always one that I thought would be cool. But I kind of just figured. You know, we could never get him because um, I figured he'd be too busy, you know, like when he's not working or playing music or whatever he does, he'd be at the beach or something having drinks and right. wouldn't have time for us. But yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, seriously, though, uh, I think we'll probably do a, I, I, you know, a classic album review for them, right? Yeah, I'd be down. I would assume. For what, um, Endless Summer or Teen Beat? It. Endless Summer. Well, Team Beat's great, too, but yeah, Endless Summer's, like, my favorite one, you know? Yeah. But I, I fucking... The new... Re- well, the new record, the uh, Until We Hit the Shore record, that's really fucking good, dude. Yeah. Um, and High School Reunion is just a fun record, because it's, it's just... It's so... It's... Like I said, it's, like, the best 80s record I've ever heard. <laughs> you know? You know how 80s records oh, are? Yeah. You know, like, 
there's there's great songs, but then they always have those really just shitters on there. Yeah. So this record's just that record's just awesome. Yeah, it is a really good one. Yeah, but you know, dug that they have a lot of good stuff. They did yeah. that plus one split was fucking great. Yeah, that that was great. Yeah, but Modern World's good. But yeah, Teen Beat I think is where they really kind of fell into the you know what they are. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked Modern World a whole lot when it first came out. Yeah, I, I played the shit out of that fucking CD. Yeah, I liked the first record too back in the day, but yeah, I, I, they're not a band that's meant to play that fast stuff, really. You know. Well, I never. I I had to go back. Like I didn't even get Baja until like a couple years after Modern World. You know, I didn't either because I think the first thing I had, if I remember right, was the uh, I had the split with Thule. Okay. And um. I I don't I think I'd maybe heard the name before that a little bit, um, but yeah, definitely um, that Thule split because it was on um, American Pop Project, which was basically Shredder, right? You know, right after that, so I got that and it was like, oh shit, you know. And then yeah, I definitely went back to and and got those early records and yeah, um, Club Novo was. Eh. You know, I like it now, but at the time, it, it's a weird record, it's you know? kind of a departure a little bit at the time. Yeah, you yeah. Know? All right, man. But uh, fun episode, dude. Fucking love that band, and uh, I'm glad we got him before he moved because, you know, we haven't had much luck with getting those guys. Right. You know? Except Franz. Yeah. <laughs> Franz was a trooper. He got up at like 6 a.m. for us. I think it was like 4 or something, was it wasn't really? it? it? was. Yeah. It was, yeah. Crazy early. Yeah. So um, next week, uh, we have another guest scheduled, so stay tuned. Um, he's not American, so there you go. That's my tease, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. It really narrows have... it down, huh? Yeah. Let's call it quits. I think I got to go home and fix some plumbing shit. Oh, boy. Have fun with uh, that, dude. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much, everyone who listened, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Dummy Room. Meet us back here next Thursday for another fun episode. Now head to the beach and blast some Javoltas. Bye bye.